Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 14th, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Hezbollah used clandestine financing. Ban on cell use by drivers is urged. And holders signals tough review of new voting laws. In today's national news, aid for child care drops when families need it the most. Occupy Oakland tests labor ties with port actions, and the House okays the extension of the payroll tax cut. In this morning's financial headlines, Fed makes no changes to its policy on rates, confusion follows an accusation against Corzine, and a stock delisting for Olympus puts Japan in a debate. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Beirut, entitled Hezbollah Used Clandestine Financing, reported by Joe Becker. Last February, the Obama administration accused one of Lebanon's famously secretive banks of laundering money for an international cocaine ring with ties to the Shiite militant group Hezbollah. Now, in the wake of the bank's outing and arranged sale, its ledgers have offered a glimpse at the clandestine methods that Hezbollah, a terrorist organization in American eyes that has evolved into Lebanon's preeminent military and political power, uses to finance its operations. The books offer evidence of an intricate global money laundering apparatus that, with the bank as its hub, appeared to let Hezbollah move huge sums of money into the legitimate financial system, despite sanctions aimed at cutting off its economic lifeblood. At the same time, the investigation that led the United States to the Lebanese-Canadian bank provides insights into the murky sources of Hezbollah's money. While law enforcement agencies around the world have long believed that Hezbollah is a passive beneficiary of contributions from loyalists abroad involved in criminal enterprises, intelligence from several countries points to the direct involvement of high-level Hezbollah officials in the South American cocaine trade. On Tuesday, federal prosecutors in Virginia announced the indictment of the man at the center of the Lebanese-Canadian bank case charging that he had trafficked drugs and laundered money not only for Colombian cartels, but also for the murderous Mexican gang Los Zetas. The revelations about Hezbollah and the bank reflect the changing political and military dynamics of Lebanon and the Middle East. American intelligence analysts believe that for years, Hezbollah received as much as $200 million annually from its primary patron, Iran, along with aid from Syria. But that support has diminished, the analysts say, as Iran's economy buckles under international sanctions and Syria's government battles rising popular unrest. Analysts believe the result has been a deeper reliance on criminal enterprises, especially the South American cocaine trade, and on a mechanism to move its ill-gotten cash around the world. In the Drug Enforcement Administration's inquiry, American Treasury officials and senior bank managers had helped a handful of account holders run a scheme to wash drug money by mixing it with the proceeds of used cars bought in the United States and sold in Africa. A cut of the profits, officials said, went to Hezbollah, a lengthy organization disputes. In all, hundreds of millions of dollars a year sloshed through the accounts, held mainly by Shiite Muslim businessmen in the drug-smuggling nations of West Africa, many of them known Hezbollah supporters, trading in everything from rough-cut diamonds to cosmetics and frozen chicken, 
according to people with knowledge of the matter in the United States and Europe. The companies appeared to be serving as fronts for Hezbollah to move all sorts of dubious funds on its own behalf or for others.